Hello, and welcome to the Knitted Socks Only podcast, episode number 49. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. My name is M. For those of you that have never listened before, I talk about knitting socks, the occasional whips that are not socks, and I talk about yarn stashes, things of that nature, anything and everything dealing with knitting. So welcome to the show. For those of you that are returning, welcome back. I am, um, for those of you that don't know, I am from South Texas. It is, it has been hot the past couple of days, um, almost 90. It was just really hot and humid. We finally, the cold front has started to blow through, so it's uh, around 68, 69. Uh, it's eventually going to get to 70, so it's actually really pleasant. Don't have to have the fans running, have the doors open and the windows open to the house. It has been great. Um, it's been a real blessing considering how hot and humid it's been the past couple of days. So um, we'll go ahead and get started. Um, I'm still working on my um, chameleon socks. I'm still finishing up the last, the first one. I have got, let's see here, let's check the row counter. I have four more stitches till I, or four more rounds till I complete the, um, the foot part. And then I'm going to start working on the toes. So once that's completed, I'll start the second one and that will be, I'll take pictures of them and I'll put them up on for, um, for me to hand out when someone needs a pair of socks. So that will be on my Instagram page here once I complete the sock. I should have it either done today or tomorrow. It is Easter week, so probably Friday to be real honest. Um, but I'll probably have another episode where that's a whip and then I'll have a finally a finished product the not next week but the week after. So that's really exciting. I've not picked up my sweater um, in a while, so I need to start working on that. Once I get these pair of socks done, I'll do that. Um, also looking to probably, I'm going to wind some of my yarn that I have in skeins still. Uh, that's for those of you that have not done hand winding. It is a great way to warm up your hands and fingers. I have been doing that to help alleviate some of the pressure on my hands when I knit since I knit with U.S. size zeros and ones. It just helps open up the hands. I was doing a, I was reading and I think I saw on Instagram a lady who was showing how she does her warming up of her hands and she uses a stretch, um, it's just like a round stretch thing. I don't even know what they call them. But it's it's a stretch thing that you can do. You normally put it around your knees and you stretch with it in the exercise in the gym. But you can put it around your foot and then put it on your wrist and then just move your wrist up and down. It provides tension. So it's a stretch band. So it's pretty. it was pretty interesting to watch that. I'm thinking about doing that. Um, since I go to the gym a lot, uh, my mother has one, so I may be taking one from her and just doing that so I can keep my wrist mobile without feeling like 
there are, there's a lot of pressure on them. So really looking forward to that. Um, I am re-listening currently to, let's check out the audio book I'm currently listening to. I've listened to it before. It's Vanishing Fleece by Clara Parks. It is one of my favorite books of all time. If you have never heard this book or read it, you really need to. I think it's just invaluable to, because she goes through the whole process of creating a skein of yarn. And I think that's just brilliant. And you, she starts all the way from the shearing of the sheep all the way through. It is a beautiful book. It is really like, it's just beautiful. And I absolutely love it. So I think if you get a chance to actually get that book and listen to it, I think it would be really important for you to do. So just make sure that you get a chance to do that. I think it's just really important. So she also has written another book that I'm looking at getting, but it's been a, it's kind of expensive on Amazon. So it's the Knitter's Book of Wool. So it is not available on the Kindle, but it's a hardcover book and it's $58. But it's written by Clara Parks, and I just really think it would be really interesting to read. So, because I'm totally into wool and totally learning about that. I think, you know, if it's just amazing, wool is. And so, and it's a great, it's great therapy for those of us that view yarn as therapy. <laughs> so, um, that's what I'm going to be trying to pick up at some point. It's just a little expensive to do. So hopefully I can get that at some point, but we'll wait and see and we'll see what happens. Um, so I'm going to finish that. I have not decided quite yet what my next socks are going to be. I'm thinking I might do my, um, blue bonnet yarn from, um, Bashful Armadillo. But not real sure if I'm going to do that yet. So we'll wait and see. I think it's from Bashful Armadillo. So might do that. Might do a um, purple and neon kind of green color. Might do that. I haven't quite decided. I'm I'm in this point of my knitting where it's I enjoy knitting and I love it and I love doing this podcast and you know but. They're, everybody has burnout at Christmas time, and I think I have, I'm almost to the point of burnout, where it's just like, my hands are tired, I'm tired, I, I've, I knit only to get stuff completed, I'm not enjoying the process yet, so my hope is, is that I can get back into that, um, Sometimes we just have to take a break. And so I think what me winding yarns helping with that. And I think that's really where I'm at. So, you know, I'm, I think I'm just going to wind yarn and start cataloging it as I wind it. I think that's the best way. So it accomplishes two objectives at once. It allows me to go in and actually wind the yarn like I need to, but it also allows me the opportunity to go in and, you know, just stop the, um, 
how do I put it? So it a lot it allows me the opportunity to go in and wind the yarn, but also catalog it like I've been talking about. So I can put it up onto the website. So because I think as a as a knitter with I do have several local yarn stores, which I'm very blessed to have, but I I get the same types of yarn. There's very little difference, if any. And so I want to make sure that I don't get duplicates of yarn and just have them available. Now, do I will I still keep the duplicates? Yes, because I will knit with them. Um, so I think that's just important. It gives me the opportunity to knit more socks for individuals that want them and also for my homeless kits. So that's really important. I think also part of the reason why I haven't been knitting a lot, I had some blood work done the other day because I went to my rheumatologist and my inflammation is up again. So I'm, I'm struggling with inflammation really bad. So I'm, they, they adjusted meds, so hopefully that'll work. So we're hoping, we're keeping our fingers crossed with that. <laughs> they still haven't figured out why I'm inflamed all the time. So <laughs> I just am like, eh, well, you know, it is what it is and we continue moving forward. So, but anyway, so yeah, I'm going to do that. I haven't visited any yarn stores. I might visit one this weekend, but I'm really thinking I might just spend my time on Friday since it's Good Friday. Um going through and winding yarn it's you know it's one of those when i when i made the post in my instagram once about things that you could do these activities that you could actually do during knitting burnout which happens typically after the christmas holiday um you know it i don't experience burnout in the winter like that I experienced typically in the spring, right before the summer when I start really knitting a whole lot of socks. So it's just, it's partly weather and partly just how I am. And so I think this will help that activity where I'm hand winding all my yarn and I'm going through and cataloging it versus actually just knitting. So... I think that'll be kind of one of those things that I'm just going to do. I'm also going to start looking for stitch markers because I really need some. I have found some cute ones so far. I need to find some that are turtles. I want turtles. I have bunnies and now I want turtles. So I'm going to try to find me some turtle um, stitch markers so I can have them available to put on my socks because I really think that would be really cute to use on my socks. So, and you think, well, why do you need stitch markers on a sock? You're only doing 17, 18 stitches on each needle. I use stitch markers to keep me knowing when I'm starting a new round. So, yes, I have the tail at the bottom of the sock, but by the time you get past the strong heel and you start working on the foot, it's really hard to keep track of where you're at in your stitches because the strong heel, it just, it looks off when you look down. It doesn't look straight. So, 
I'm very cognizant of that. And so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to just get stitch markers and start doing that because stitch markers are a great way to say, hey, I need to add a row to the row counter. I think that's important. I think that's part of the reason why we have stitch stitch markers. It's just kind of one of those things. And so I'm going to start doing that. That is going to be important to me. So anyway, so I just wanted to say um, we've had 601 listens on our podcast. So over all the 48 episodes. So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, if you have friends that knit, please share my podcast. I would love it if you did that. That would be so awesome. And, you know, I just, I can't thank you guys enough. It's just a blessing to have all of you here and all of us loving yarn. No matter where you're from, what your passions are, it's just awesome. We all have a love of yarn. And so I am just all about yarn today. Um, so anyway, I, I'm really scared with my socks. I'm going to go back to my whip that I'm working on, my chameleon socks from Malabrigo. So I am in love with this yarn coloring. I, I can't stress it enough. Go look it up on YouTube, um, Malabrigo Chameleon. It is absolutely gorgeous. It is a gorgeous yarn, folks. Like, this is just beautiful. And the only struggle I have with it is I've been, I wound the yarn and it's 430 yards, I believe. And I'm, I did five rows to make a curled, you know, top. And then I did my knit two, purl one for 15 rows. So that was a total of 20, right? And then I did another 40 just in the round before I started my heels. So a total of 60 in the cuff alone. And and I'm doing 30 stitches in the foot and then my toe. And I'm going to be playing yarn chicken with the second sock. I literally believe that because it's... But then again, maybe it's just because I think it's smaller, but I really am using the same amount of yarn. And it just may look smaller because the it takes more yarn to in the center than in the top. I maybe that's it. I don't know. But but keep keep me in your thoughts. I'm gonna have to be playing yarn chicken here and I'm not really stoked about it, but We'll see. We'll see if we can get the second sock completed and how much yarn I'll have left over. Um, I normally only do 40, so, and I have a pretty big ball normally at the end, so I'm kind of struggling on why this yarn skein ball was kind of small. I could be wrong. It's just, it's really, like, got me on edge. Like, I'm really on edge about it. Maybe that's why I'm struggling getting the sock completed, the first sock completed, but Either way, we'll, we'll, we'll make do with what we have. So, you know, and I, I just don't know. We'll get it completed at some point, I'm sure. So it's, it's just kind of how one of those things go, and there's not a lot we can do about it. But, you know, it is what it is. So anyway, um, so I hope you're all doing well. 
Um, there's been some chatter about knitting with cotton yarn, and I kind of want to go over why I don't. So we have cotton socks, right? I just, I don't recommend cotton when you're knitting socks. And it's not to say that cotton socks are bad. I just don't believe that you should knit cotton socks straight cotton because it's flexible. It's loose. It's not really loose, but it's, it doesn't hold its shape as well as wool or nylon. And so if you do knit with the cotton, because I understand not everybody can wear wool, um, that you add some kind of nylon with it so it can help hold its shape better. Um, because cotton yarn can be very, it does not hold its structure well in regards to knitting. So it ends up coming loose and it just, anyway, in my experience, it's come loose and it's got, it, it does not hold up well as far as socks are concerned. So make sure you take that into consideration because I know it's spring and summer. We try to knit with um, more plant-based fibers because it's a lighter material than wool. But I encourage you all to continue knitting in the wool um, because, you know, and what I really want to do, so listening to Clara Park's book again, um, I want to try to find a source of yarn that has wool that comes from the United States where everything is done in the United States. So from the shearing of the sheep to the scouring of the yarn to the winding of the yarn, all of it, I want it all done in the United States. And so if you know of a brand of yarn that does that, please let me know. I think that would be awesome to have. Um, cause I would love to knit with it and just kind of say, these are American made socks, like from beginning to end dyed and everything. I just think that would be just a fabulous, maybe that'll be my July goal. My July, my 4th of July socks will be American made socks. I don't know. I just think that would be kind of fun. Um, but you know, that, that is here nor there. So, um, for those, I encourage you all, and even if you're not from the United States, I encourage you to find yarn from the beginning of the process to the end of the process that are made in your home country. And if you could send me pictures of those socks, I would love it. I would absolutely love it. And I'll do a whole reel in my Instagram for that. So you can reach me at knitted socks only at gmail.com. And just when you send me the email, you can just send me the JPEG and then the country from which you are from. Um, don't need any further details. Um, if you want to give the name of the yarn and the pattern, that's awesome. Um, but if not, that's fine too. I just would love to have it. So then that way I know where the yarn came from and where, where the knitter, where it was knitted and what country it represents. And then that way we can have socks around the world. I think that would just be so much fun.
So, and it gets to let me know a little bit about you and what nut, what you knit. And you can show me your socks. And I love looking at socks. It's just one of my favorite things to look at. So, socks just tell you a lot about people. And, and the culture that we live in and the world that we live in. I think it's amazing when we can share socks. So, anyway, um, for those of you that don't know, um, I knit socks for people who need them. So, if you don't knit socks, you're too scared to knit socks, that's okay. Um, we're all too scared to knit something in this world, and that's okay too. So, if you need a pair of socks, please reach out to me, and I, if I don't have a pair ready, I can make a pair for you. If you want me to bias a certain skein of yarn and knit a pair of socks with it to send somebody, I will do a whole episode not revealing who the socks are for, but just about the yarn in general and what I think about the knitting of the socks. I will also, you know, if you have a skein of yarn that you've made yourself that you would like me to knit into a pair of socks and try, please let me know and I will do that for you as well. You can reach me at knittedsocksonly at gmail.com. You can check me out on Instagram at knittedsocksonly and also on my website at knittedsocksonly.com. And I will go ahead and end the podcast here. I love you all and I hope you all are safe and you have a great Easter and stay safe everyone and God loves you. Love you all. Bye.